0: The following podcast contains amazing life advice, positive reinforcement, and good vibes. Masks are optional, but not required. Social distancing of at least six feet from your device is recommended for best audio quality. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Command SK. I've got another one of my incredibly talented colleagues, uh, Wesley Lin here. Wes, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for being here.
1: Well, thank you for having me, Shriak. Um, I'm really glad to uh, be here and uh, that you considered to uh, talk to me. Yeah.
0: <laughs> okay, so Wes is going to be telling us about all things UX, UI design, opening up about his experience and uh, his career journey, and giving us his. Uh, advice from his uh, very vast uh, collection of, of experiences. <laughs> um, so with that being said, Wes, maybe do you want to start, it, start us off by telling people about um, a little bit about what you currently do?
1: Yeah, sure. I can do that. Um, currently, um, I'm the UX UI product design lead at Think Research. Um, I guess my role uh, consists of pushing and helping designers to create human-centered solutions while designing meaningful growth Um, paths. Always always ensuring that all voices are heard throughout the um, design process that we apply and uh, facilitating uh, collaborative sessions to bring the best ideas to life. So making sure that everybody that needs to be involved is involved. Um, And then always, always for sure, uh, identifying opportunities to Advocate for UXUI, pushing a, a design-driven approach.
0: Mm-hmm. So, so maybe then for 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 people who don't know, um, and thinking about uh, you know new grads or, or young professionals or, or people in that sort of place in their educational career journey, trying to figure out what they want to do, can you can you like break down what UXUI design really is?
1: Yeah, definitely could do that. Um, let's first start by explaining what UXUI is short for. For all the you know the grads and the students, um, I'm sure you're well aware. Um, but then for anybody else, sometimes I think there's a misconception there. So let's clarify that. So UX is short for user experience, and UI is user interface. So break it down. Um, UX design is the journey, um, and UI is the destination. If that makes sense. Okay. Well, UX is the journey, and UI is the destination. So. UX is short, in short, um, is like all aspects of the system, uh, as experienced by users, mm-hmm. uh, systems, systems like, you know, websites, apps, products, um, services, and all the communities involved, etc. Right? Like all those things, is uh, those are examples of what UX represents. Um, I guess UX design um, is that iterative approach uh, that is like a continuous engagement of design thinking, um, I guess, around customers' interactions with all of our products, like I think, or like all of of the products that they interact with. Um, And, you know, if you really think about it, it never actually ends, that kind Mm -hmm. of uh, practice and approach. Um, user interface uh, design is responsible for, I guess, the transference of product development research, um, the content and layout into, you know, uh, pleasing and attractive, delightful uh, solutions guiding um, the user through and, uh, you know, providing them with a, a responsive experience.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: you know, things that UI design considers uh, is the look and feel obviously, right? And the interactivity Mm -hmm. of the product, uh, like so, what they interact with. uh, It's all about making sure that, um, I guess, the user interface of a product is as intuitive as possible. Mm -hmm. Um, And that means, you know, kind of carefully considering each and every visual uh, interactive element, uh, the user, you know, like the elements that they might encounter or they will encounter. The UI designer will Kind, you know we'll think of things like icons, buttons, topography, color, color schemes, um, spacing, imagery, uh, and, and how that all works together, and and you know it's usually um, key to business success of that particular UI. You know a, a good quote by uh, you know uh, maybe some of the uh, listeners have heard of. This uh, gentleman by the name of Tim Brown, CEO of IDEO, mm-hmm. he said design thinking is a, a human centered approach mm-hmm. to innovation that draws from designers toolkit uh, to integrate the needs of people. So very important. The needs of people. Yeah. Possibilities of technology and the requirements for business success.
0: Mm-hmm. Should I yeah. fact check that to see yeah. if that's verbatim? No, I'm kidding. Oh, please.
1: Please, <laughs> please fact check <laughs> okay. that. Yeah. I'm, I'm totally yes, kidding. That's one in my in my toolhouse because um, or my wheelhouse. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, it's just something that always comes up, and I, I try to pull from that all the time because I think it really explains um, you know the approach and the pro- the processes that we we take when we're trying to solve some of these really challenging problems. Mm-hmm. It's like that the design thinking and what's involved and, and what 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 does a UX UI designer go through when you think about those two things UX UI that actually comes together to kind of create what today, uh, today's industry calls a product designer, right? Yeah. If you think about it, it's like the product designer today is responsible for like, who is the target customer and, and how will they use the product? Right? Like mm-hmm. those are things And um, how, how can we as a, a product designer make, um, the product easy and convenient to use? Mm-hmm. Um, also how can we make the product visually appealing? Right? So that's UI. Um, easy and convenient to use that's both UI and UX um, and how can we make the most affordable version of the product so those are those two things tied together with the business requirements mm-hmm.
0: yeah yeah and yeah. Um, just to 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 kind of dig into that a bit more because uh, I really want to take a second and expand on the UX side of things just because um, and saying this from my own experience as, as you know I've spent the past year and a bit learning about UX UI and um Getting an understanding of what really what's involved in in, in the design process end to end, and very very honestly, as um, I've spoken to you about this many times, for people listening, I was very much one of the people with the misconception that, oh, you know, there there's just a, you know they do a little bit of research, they kind of put things together and make it look pretty, and and oh my God, UX UI design is is so so fun and so quote unquote easy. And, and very truthfully, uh, when I started to dig into it, I, I was astounded by just how much effort and, and critical thinking goes into um, even fleshing out what, what your, your strategy is before you even start to put a design together. So maybe for, for people listening, um, maybe put it into perspective for us, the, the amount of effort and, and critical thinking that goes into um, the design process, even before uh, anything is, is start to put, be put down on paper.
1: Yeah, for sure. Um, a little bit about that process before we actually start to ideate, for sure, there is a lot that goes into understanding the problem that we're designing for. So there, there is a lot of kind of um, validation that we'd like to, to do before we start to kind of uh, you know ideate on potential solutions. Um, and normally, what we do is we go through a process of. Um, finding out what the exact problem is, understanding that problem and and what the pain points are of the users, um, identifying those pain points, and and I guess from the user's perspective, um, by doing some user research. So really diving in and understanding um, those users and their day-to-day and how they use that potential product that we're we're designing for, um, or that particular use case. Um, learning about what their, their I guess, nuances are, all the nuances and the pain points, and then, um, you know, having them communicate to us uh, about maybe some potential uh, solutions that they had in mind, like something they would, their future state, that they would like to um, see the product go or where they would like to see the product go. Mm-hmm. Utilizing that information, right, all of that user research after we've done maybe interviews, phone interviews, video interviews, face-to-face interviews, um, we usually like to take all of that information and kind of synthesize through that information. Right? Uh, pulling that information from what we synthesize and just kind of taking some insights, pulling the insights, the common themes that we see that arise after we kind of compare all of the, the, the I guess, information that we've collected from all of those user interviews. Um, and then utilizing those common themes, and then um, kind of formalizing a, a path forward, right? Taking taking that information, and then utilizing it to, I guess, take the next step forward, which is to ev- kind of ideate on some of the, the the I guess best solutions forward, utilizing some of what we learned. Mm-hmm. So we go through that research phase first before we actually jump into the ideation phase and even in the ideation phase um we're brainstorming ideas right we're brainstorming the the all different type of ideas right like it's not an actual um part of the phase where you're going to make a decision and say hey this is the right option to move forward this is actually the part of the process where you want to brainstorm as many ideas as possible right To so definitely come up with um you know uh, all potential ideas that could be, uh, the one that you want to move forward with. Um, you know, in saying this, the one driving thing I should mention is, um, you have a a guiding light, which is, you know, the requirements for this potential say feature that you're solving for or problem that you're solving for. Um, and that's like the business requirements of you know you, the company you're working for or the product that you're designing for. Mm-hmm. Uh, that helps kind of guide you, right? It, it gives you uh, a bit of direction towards where you're trying to move towards. Mm-hmm. Um, but that that kind of describes the, the, the steps before you ideate. So, when you get into the ideation, you're coming up with a bunch of ideas, and then after you finish ideating, you want to share that. So, you want to share it. To get to gather some feedback, to get a, a better understanding of, you know, um, what the users might think of that that uh, ideation or that concept that you put together, and then apply that feedback. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of the evaluation step. Mm-hmm. And then once you finish that evaluation step, it, you've now moved on to like implementation. So you're prototyping for that. So it's like lo fi is your ideate, and then once you get to evaluate, you're 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 starting to take all the feedback and start to formalize a better path forward. And then now you kind of narrowed it down and now you can move forward. And then you've got to the point where you're now, okay, I can implement this idea and I can, um, you know, finalize this version and and create a prototype. Um, and then you want to actually test that one more time and get some feedback. It's crucial and it's important to always gather feedback. Mm -hmm. And then once you're, once you're complete that stage, you usually, that's the handoff. You hand off to your dev team, whoever you're working with in in your um, in your product team. You're you're handing off to the developers. So that's mm-hmm. from beginning to end, that's that's those are all the phases. Those are all the phases you want to mm-hmm. go through to get to your final um, prototype. But even then, once you're finished, um, you're most likely going to release that. Uh, Push that product uh, into production into the world and mm-hmm. then still gather feedback. And you want to go back and you want to go through it's an iterative process, right? So you want to keep going through that go entire through that cycle again. again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. because it's it never stops, right? It's a it, the thing, the idea is it, here is to provide uh, your end user, right? Mm-hmm. Who you empathize with, um, the best experience that you possibly can put together, right? So it, to do that, to improve on that. Um, there are so many factors that make things change. So you always have to consider those things and continue to iterate, iterate on that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And um, no, it it definitely uh, from what you're saying. And I I say this from, from uh, my little experience with it, but um, the, doing that research ahead of time, doing that evaluation of of the, the kind of direction that should be taken based on um, what the the problem space is, what the the users' needs are, but then as you said, also balancing it with um, business requirements. Um, that's I I think it definitely um, and and tell me what you think about this me saying this, but I think it it definitely having that that background work done, uh, for lack of a better word, uh, definitely helps better inform when you actually start to to ideate as opposed to. You know, willy nilly, just trying to go put something together, which is the biggest misconception I had, and I, I'm sure some, if not many, people might have as well, who don't know too much about UX/UI. Do you think that's accurate?
1: Yeah, it's. I I couldn't agree with you more. Um, It's, it's really key to have, you know, some of that um, market research provided or done ahead of time um, before you you start to, I guess, move forward with a, a. an opportunity or a decision, um, it's it's important because all of that information um, that comes from the market research and understanding exactly what the, the market is looking for um, will help guide the research at the beginning as well. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, it helps guide um, some of the potential questions you're going to ask in, in those interviews when you go uh, interview those those uh, actual end user, users yeah. of that problem.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and what about um? So so on that note as well, what in in your experience, what what is it like, or, or what are some of the, the the challenges, or maybe even like steps that you take when it comes to um, balancing kind of what the business requirements are versus when you actually start to talk to users, or when you um, get an understanding of the problem space and you realize that there are sort of additional. Uh, features or additional things that need to need to be included within the scope of whatever it is you're trying to accomplish to 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 deliver that user experience. What do you what would you say to that? How 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 it how, how have you found kind of the, the the like give and take of business requirements versus user requirements?
1: Well, you know, no matter what, um, you always have to have this constant balance mm-hmm. of the business requirements and the user requirements. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, you know, in the uh, in the in the best case scenario, the the user requirements actually feed into the business requirements. Yeah, right? that's <laughs> kind of what you want. Um, in a perfect world. <laughs> in a perfect world, that's right. But you know, sometimes it is a hard balance. Um, and what you have to do is, you have to, I guess, you know, weigh it out and um, kind of uh, apply some sort of. Uh, uh, Know, criteria to be able to like decide um, what the priority is you know um, because at the end of the day you're 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 developing a product right and at the end of the day um, you're working for a business that's you know, obviously trying to work towards a profit so you have to consider those things so the balancing always has to consider what you're trying to do at the end of the day so and helping you to prioritize what to focus on next. So what you can always do is you can reach out to all the individuals that you think can, um, you know, uh, help you with that prioritization, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Help you understand exactly um, which direction we want to move and and the timelines that are are guiding that or or what we're committed to. Mm -hmm. Um, That will, I guess, that will give you a better understanding of what you need to focus on first. Mm-hmm. Um and what needs to be um I guess prioritized over the other things that you might have. Mm-hmm. So I guess it's it's always a balancing act you have to keep the <laughs> yeah. answer hopefully no matter what, it, it's 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 not something you can, you know, I guess ignore or, or put to the side. It's something that you always have to engage in and, and make sure that um you're paying attention to and, and uh and involving all the right people at all the right times
0: yeah yeah, absolutely and um the the other part to that I think is um so so going off on a l- little bit of a tangent, but what i'm also curious to well i a little bit but like I, what I'm sure people listening are also curious to learn about is what would you say are some of the f- top two or three misconceptions uh, when it comes to u x UI design or what UX UI designers do. And there's two parts to my question. One is I'd, I'd re- be really interested to hear from your like many years of experience, what are the misconceptions that you've seen um, within sort of a like a organization, generally speaking from your experience and uh, outside of an organization. So when you, you speak with folks and they learn about what you do.
1: Yeah, um, you know, outside and, and inside like, it, External of the organization, there are there are a bunch for sure. Yeah, Uh, internal and organization. um, I'll say the top two that come to mind right away. Yeah. The first one, um, the top misconception that I hear often is um, it's it's kind of I guess that people assume that our primary goal revolves around aesthetics and making things look pretty. Mm -hmm. So that's the first one. Yeah. That's uh that's one that's I think internal and and external. Mm-hmm. And then the second misconception misconception that I hear often is that we should only be engaged after you've decided on what the solution is moving forward. And we are the only the final touch. Mm-hmm. So what I mean by that is there's this misconception that um that UX UI design is uh, is only um, to be engaged or involved at the end of the process. So, normally, what happens is you know there's a lot of planning that goes involved. That's involved, sorry. And, and there's a lot of decision making that's involved. Um, there's meetings that happen to kind of strategize um, to what you know uh, what the problem is, what's the best solution for that problem, and then they move forward. And that's only when companies start to engage UX/UI, mm-hmm.
0: which
1: I, which I think is a mistake. I think that UX/UI should be considered early on much early on in the entire process um and that you should involve UXUI uh within that early step where you're discussing the problem in 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 more detail and trying to understand what the problem actually is and i think um with the skill sets that UXUI brings to the table um it's crucial for them to be involved at in that step.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um and and it, definitely from from what you're describing and uh, from working with you as well, of course. But uh, UX UI designers, I think, are definitely uh, one being involved earlier on. But they 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 definitely do act as um, I would say very very strong uh, sort of facilitators of the the kind of design conversation overall, um, in the sense of of you know being engaged with and and being able to kind of bring bring all the different stakeholders to the table and say this is this is the direction we'd like to take here are the reasons why here's the data to back it up this is how it's going to benefit our product
1: that's correct yeah I couldn't have said it better myself <laughs>
0: yeah yeah no it's it's definitely uh very very eye-opening to to learn about and even just the, the way you describe it i think it puts it into to perspective really well um but ch- shifting shifting gears a little bit west maybe tell us a little a little bit about from from your uh viewpoint what are some absolutely critical uh, so soft skills and, and hard skills that um, uh, any good UX, UI designer or product designer needs to have to be successful?
1: Yeah, sure. Um, I mean, you know, uh, let's let's start with the soft skills first. Yeah. And before I start, actually, it, it is um, good to note that soft skills and hard skills are things that, you know, no matter what, you will eventually start to get better at as you engage mm-hmm. in the role. So you don't have to, you know, come to that, um, you know, uh, potential job or role of being a UX UI designer. Um, you know, an expert by all means. Uh, it, mm-hmm. You can you can have strengths in others and then start to develop the other ones as well. Especially when it comes to the hard skills. But I'll go through that. So let's start with the soft skills. The soft Mm -hmm. skills, I would say, the top for me would be um, empathy. I think, you know, um, it used to change from, say, curiosity and empathy for me, Uh, but I think empathy is is a top one. Um, You really uh, need to have the ability to understand um, and feel the emotions of your users. Um, You know, it's like you want to use what you learn from empathy and emotions of the users to create a more positive customer experience right so for your end user Um, i I think the best approach for ux ui designers is to take the time to learn about um the 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 users and their inclinations right the the people uh, and and what their habits are what they do um around the product that you're designing for um, you know, a deeper understanding of uh, the, the end, user, end users allow the designers um, to create products that are truly engaging and, and, and delightful. Don't, don't forget that. Delightful yeah. is the most important thing. Yeah. You want to you wanna create an engaging and delightful
0: experience. Users need to be delighted. I agree with that. That's, yes.
1: <laughs> At the end of the day, you, you couldn't be happier if your user is delighted yeah that's like a bonus like wow
0: yeah you want them to keep coming back right you want them to use the product yeah
1: that's right um i say the second that i mentioned um is curiosity and what i mean by that is to constantly be curious because when you're curious um you're always engaging the clients you know you're you're engaging the products um you're engaging them in in kind of Meaningful ways like you know, there's going to be these challenges for for the products and if you're constantly curious and in asking insightful questions um, Then yeah, you're you're engaging them in meaningful ways, um, you know, actively listening, you know, curiosity um, Will help you to engage in problems a little bit more deeply uh, You know UX and UI um, are both like constantly changing and updating and and becoming more detailed, uh, developing a sense of curiosity will will help uh, you know designers keep up. Mm-hmm. So don't ever lose that curiosity. Yeah. Um another soft skill would be communication is key. Mm-hmm. Okay? No matter what, communication is key in all aspects. Um, you know, designers in a nutshell, they you have to convey your your product ideas. Uh, explain you know, what you mentioned before, uh, the decisions or the thinking behind designs, right? Um, and you have to explain that internally throughout working with teams and externally to stakeholders and clients, um, you know, and in doing so, you know, there's a level of storytelling that comes with this, right? being able to um, tell the, uh, the stakeholder or your end user um, the, the story uh, and the j- journey what you imply, uh, mm-hmm. as well as internally when you're working and collaborating between teams yeah like effective communication skills couldn't be more crucial helping designers kind of like uh, create collaborate adapt and kind of improve the products overall uh, and you know when you can, can, you can communicate effectively it, it brings more of an easier uh, overall experience yeah uh, I guess one more would be for soft skills, it would be collaboration. Mm -hmm. That's also key. I think everybody um, would, you know, it's pretty obvious most, I think, that you need to be able to collaborate with others. Um, And what I mean by that is, you're not only collaborating with designers, um, you'll have to collaborate closely with developers, you know, your clients, your stakeholders, other team members, that could be from any department. Um, Client success, client services, to name a few, implementation, you know, those, those are different departments you're going to have to collaborate with to understand your users uh, and their needs. Um, believe it or not, uh, you know, some of these other departments are actually, they're holding a lot of the key information that you want to have access to. So mm-hmm. collaboration is important. Um, you know, to be uh, effective and, in, 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 uh, I guess, receive uh, feedback and explore know, all the potential other solutions, um, you need to be able to collaborate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Those are the soft skills. Now, the hard skills, what yes. I was referring to earlier. Um you know, there's things like what I mentioned before when I when we were talking about the process, uh research, you know, your research skills um is is important, uh, you know, to be able to effectively do your job as a UX UI designer, Um, you need to be able to, uh, you know, research into your audience, research your user base, um, have a better understanding of of how they view the world. Um, This means, uh, I guess, an understanding ability to plan and conduct and then analyze your your findings, you know, like what I mentioned that when you want to synthesize your findings um through the several several variety of uh, research methods um, explaining the the, um, the different types of uh, research and, and why you've um, research in that way and then and then the, the findings and then also the user testing right so like you want to be able to dive into user testing and you know different ways of doing that like um, analytical research versus um, you know, quantitative and qualitative, or maybe what's the difference there and how that can be helpful. Um, an understanding of IA, so information architecture. Uh, I think uh, Shrek knows a little bit of
0: something yeah. about that. But, just just a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, you know,
1: information ar- architecture, what that involves is organizing information in an in understandable manner, right? Um, and that applies to everything. Like if you think about it, websites, uh, apps, software, yeah. even, even print materials. You know, like so, when you when you look at it from say um, a website, for example, uh, the art, architecture includes things like the navigation, right? The search functions, right? You have to consider these things, so it's important. And then, you know, two other hard skills would be wireframing and prototyping. Yes, okay? those are key. Okay, mm-hmm. so wireframing. I mean, it's it's pretty straightforward, and I think for for all the, the UX UI designers or students or you know early graduates or you you have a great understanding of what wireframing is. It's like that blueprint of you uh, each screen of the interface, right? So um you, you'll you'll get better at that uh, time and time again. It's just practice makes perfect. So no matter what, you don't have the you don't have to be the best when you arrive. You just need to have um you know, the curiosity and, and, uh, and the, I guess the, the the gusto to continue to just push harder and learn more. Um, and that will just start to kind of shape your wireframing and, and you'll get faster and more efficient and better at it. Um, but it is, it is key to understand, uh, and be great at the uh, wireframing. Uh, prototyping, you know, uh, is basically allowing you to take those wireframes to the next step and, and, and test the functionality, right, mm-hmm. um, I guess it'll allow you to also kind of put your your what you intended in front of uh, eyeballs, you know, users to be able to kind of test out the, your, your proposed user flows and, and the user journey and click through and, and provide you some feedback. So prototypes are the best way to share your designs with others to collect and provide feedback. So prototyping is key as well. Um, yeah, and you know, and I, and I think that's, I, I think, most uh, designers, UX, UI designers will already have at this point, um, is uh, understanding, a, a good understanding of visual communication, right? Mm-hmm. Simply put, it's just things like uh, composition, so layout, color, topography, icons, images, and of course, design theory.
0: Yeah.
1: that's it those are some soft skills and hard skills i think uh yeah those are the ones that come to mind anyway
0: Mm -hmm. no that i mean that's that's a really good um breakdown and and i think what uh would be would be good to to kind of break down as well is are are these would you say that these are skills that you you have to have a design a background in design to to be able to pick up
1: no no Mm -hmm. i would say these are skills that to to keep in mind um, mm-hmm. as you continue to proceed into your, your uh, you know your your design career mm-hmm. right your your design career of becoming a better UX UI designer yeah um, I don't think it's it's crucial from my opinion mm-hmm. it's crucial to have especially um, the the hard skills that I mentioned I think the hard skills you can learn to get better at. Right. With the, the right uh, tool set and the right, you know, uh, environment and team and the right mindset, you can continue to get better at that. Mm-hmm. Um, the soft skills, I think, are more of the skills that you want to kind of focus on it and work on, um, you know, for, I, I guess for any any job in the design industry, to tell you the truth. Yeah because some of the soft skills that I mentioned, those are key to actually um, allowing yourself to to communicate at a better level, I guess, and, and to to allow yourself to share your ideas, to be able to listen and, and thoughtfully take in the feedback so that you can apply those to your design. So the soft skills are important. Yeah, I would say the soft skills are more important than the hard skills, but uh, don't quote me on
0: that. <laughs> No, I mean it's it, and and it's it's it is I, I think it's so true though because hard skills to to a certain extent obviously there's specialist skills but hard skills can can be taught can be learned but soft skills to to a certain point I pers- this is my opinion only but I, I don't think they can be inherently taught the same way. Yeah. No,
1: I I agree. Yeah. I fully agree with you. Yeah. Um that's well said actually. Uh, that's exactly it, Shrek. Uh, you can't teach soft skills. Soft skills are something you can work on. Yeah, you can definitely work on. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's the hard skills that you can definitely teach. You can you can teach somebody how, you know to get um, a little bit more efficient on the hard skills.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so Wes, you you dropped quite a few nuggets about UX/UI design and and uh, um, you know what it's all about and what you need to to be successful. Let, let's take a little step back and maybe maybe. Uh, Dig dig deep into the archives. <laughs> I'm sorry. The archives, whoa, um, dig deep whoa. dig deep into the into the archives and tell us a little bit about your 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 professional journey, your um, academic journey, and how it how it um, led you to where you are now. Psych. So sorry guys, uh, we got to cut this episode short. Wes provided us with such an abundance of amazing insight that we're deciding to split his uh, chat with us into two parts. So tune in for part two in the next couple of weeks. Uh, where Wes uh, does in fact dig deep into the archives, (laughs) sorry Wes, and uh, tells us all about his incredible design journey and gives aspiring designers a whole new level of inspiration. See you in the next one. Because we know you're all so eager to learn more about our podcast, uh, make sure to follow us on Twitter at CommandSK. You can also listen to us on Apple Podcasts, and we hope to have something set up for our wonderful Androidian fans real soon. This episode was sponsored by late night edits, sugar fueled brain Blast, drained headphone batteries, and listening to the same section of an audio file so many times you have the words down by heart,